they get to feel uh, the heartbeat and the atmosphere starts to really build. I like walking into a church and feeling an atmosphere. And the atmosphere is created uh, from your heart. And if you're all chatting, it's just a, a great atmosphere. And, and the Spirit of God is in it because every word you speak is spirit. And you actually are a spirit. And so God is a spirit. So you're in his likeness. And so he's in you. And so are you joined with him. So when you speak, every word that you speak should have at least the love essence in it. And if those words are coming into the atmosphere, going into the atmosphere, the atmosphere of, of church is love. And love draws people, you know. But if uh, people are coming in and they're unknown songs and they don't know what to do, and but if they if they meet, you know, in the first ten minutes of a church uh, starting, they can feel like I could belong, and belonging is the most important thing. Yeah, Julie. I belong to Julie, Julie belongs to me, you know, and everything flows from there. And so this morning, I'll get you home by three o'clock. <laughs> I just really believe that, you know, God is, is really saying to the church today, why don't you just love people? Yeah, you know, why, why do you look at somebody and you judge them? Why do you look at somebody doing what they're doing? Now, I understand that because... I was a cop, uh, a policeman from here, Wellington, Hastings, Christchurch, and, and I looked at everybody's faces, I looked at what people were doing and how they were acting and being suspicious and argumentative, document, dogmatic, all those sort of things, so your heart gets a little hard and so I didn't give my life to Christ until years later. So I stop lock pe locking people up and start really setting them free, which is a far better thing altogether. And so rather than pick up the faults in people's lives, pick up something that you could pour into and, and just get them relaxed. You know, people come in the back of the church and go, you know, what's well, uh, well, strange singing and then, and, you know, but if they have a little bit of time just to relate, communicate, I think you find that it's a, a better thing. And this is the anointing that this young couple here carry. They're people's people. And uh, we love them from the time that we saw them. And, uh, and so saw the gifting of the teacher in the Word of God. In the, and, but the two of them, like, uh, they were like those passionate people too, you know, the love people. And uh, that they can't help themselves, these two people here. They just love people. And that's what church should be. God loves people. And that's the way it should be. And, and then that should be the atmosphere. We do love people. We're not going to judge people. We're not going to 
point out their faults, even if they have got faults, that you can go up and talk and relate to them and not, not go to that issue, but build a friendship that will later on help you to really touch them. Now, I could tell you some raucous stories, but I, I, I might write a book one day, if I get the time, <laughs> or, if, or if God gives me the time. <laughs> when you get to 83, you start to think, mm, okay, it'll be a long time writing a book. But that's life. Somebody else will carry it. So love and the anointing will bring absolute power and authority of the kingdom of God into you as a person, into your home, into your workplace, into your relationships, and everything that you do. Because God is not restricted. He's a spirit. He can flow from you and touch anything that he really wants to, instead of us trying to do something that you know we might fall down on. But this is the key. This is the key because 1 Corinthians 13 verse 8 says, love never fails. Now that's the inspired word of God. And you can't change that because that's God Almighty's thing. He's love and he's saying, love never fails. I want to see a church that doesn't fail in relationships. And and carrying something inside of their hearts whether they're bitter because somebody chopped them off somewhere down the line so they carry the hurt and the, and the anger and the frustration or whatever. Like, and, but you don't know what's going on in people, but the, the moment you get to beginning to relate to them, you know, somewhere down the line, you feel something, the love for that person, you feel something and you start talking with them and they feel free to begin to open up and get healed. You all all right today? Yep. <laughs> okay. Am I all right? <laughs> and so Galatians 5 verse 22 says this, but the fruit of the Spirit is this, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, and faith meekness, self-control, against such things there is no law or force that can stand against the fruit of the Spirit. And so all those things are within you as a born-again Christian and sin is gone and love is here. And so all those issues there start to flow. And so once you really decide in your own heart that you're going to convolt, uh, you know, uh, cultivate them, then you're going to be a totally different person. You, you're going to, somewhere in your life, you know, you'll see somebody doing something that, no, no, whoa. Don't try and get angry at something that you can't help. Are you all all right? Yep. All right. So once you've cultivated them, there's n no hate. This is uh, our experience. No hate, no depression, no insecurity, 
no wavering, no violence, no evil, no doubt, no pride, and self-control. Nothing can prevail. That's why we've got such a, a loving relationship. And, you know, it's built over 65 years. Well, some of the early years were tough uh, because we weren't Christians. But the moment I gave my life to Christ, the atmosphere of the home changed. And I, I understood Christianity, I understood the love of God, I understood church in a, in a manner, and the leaders of the church that we went to were just loving people. And, and you could talk to them about any issue whatsoever and not be judged and not put down or not put aside, but healed. And God is saying to his church today, I want to heal my people, but I'm not going to do it for you. I want to do it through you. I want you to be the healing anointing of people's lives. And you may say, well, I could never do that. Never say never. Because the word of God is so strong that you can do all things. Do all things. And so self-control. Nothing can prevail against you. And so I was looking at the fruit of the Spirit and, and everywhere I went, it guaranteed victory. So there's no failure factor in the kingdom. The kingdom is wholesome and wholeness. And so we are a people that are committed to the kingdom and the king of the kingdom, and these things are really helping you to be a different person. And so what you want to be is personable with people and relatable with people and contact people, love people, talk to people, be kind to people. You say, yeah, if you knew what's going on. No, no, you need to get saved. <laughs> you don't know what to do. Yeah, I do, I do. I've seen that. I've locked some of many of those people up because they beat their wives or they put their wives down or their kids down or so yep. This is a different world. God's world is a totally different world. And I'm looking for a church that is gonna be a, a, a world. <laughs> I can just see it right now. I can see the Spirit of God just so washing this people and starting to lay an amazing foundation. It doesn't matter where you go, what you do, this is where God is going to begin to really bring his church through. And it's, it's just so igniting in itself. And so we, we don't want to be a people that are hanging with hate and depression and insecurity and violence and all those sort of things. The greatest the, the Word of God tells us that fruit of the Spirit guarantees victory and the evidence of the power of that is immediate. And some people say, well, I didn't get healed or I didn't, get, didn't feel anything or whatever. No, God's thing is immediate. It's just that you're not accepting. And, uh, and ultimately, the work of the Spirit 
will bring you through and help you. And so the greatest of all things is this love. And so there's nothing in God's word that's randomly placed. It's, I, you know, when I was looking at this, I thought, my goodness me, this is amazing. It's important to note that it, the order in which the fruit of the Spirit are listed. And so here it goes. First of all, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, self-control. All those are in your heart, in your spirit, if you are truly born again and you hold to the favor of the Word of God and not to the natural man. There's so many natural people. Well, if you knew what I had to put up with, no, no I don't want. I want you to be changed. And so you start relating with people and they, they listen and if you have changed, they can feel that, they sense that, because why? Because you are a spirit and every word that comes out of your mouth is spirit. Is it a negative spirit? Is it a hateful spirit? Is it a hard spirit? What sort of spirit are you of? And in any situation, you, if you have to do something, you, you rise up and that's not the Spirit of God. You need the, the Spirit because you'd fail when you tried to rectify something if you're going down the wrong road. It'll just fall over on you. So love is first and the most important, powerful force of all. Let me say to you to this, I wrote this down yesterday. Without it, joy will not work. Without joy, peace will not work. Without peace, long-suffering will not work. Without long-suffering, gentleness will not work. Without gentleness, goodness will not work. Without faith, without goodness, faith will not work. Yeah, a lot of people try to, you know, I got faith and yeah, but you've got a lot of stuff stored up inside of you there that's hindering the faith that's trying to get out of you. And so it really brings us to a place where faith will not work. Without faith, meekness will not work. And without meekness, self-control will not work. That is the order in the scriptures. And you can't change it. And they're the key to operating the best and so here we come again 1st Corinthians 13 13 for now there are faith hope and love but these three the greatest is love this is inspired scripture yeah. and and if you read the Word of God and you love the Word of God it starts to get inside of you here and so in Hebrews chapter 6 verse 19 it says this hope is firm and steady, an anchor for our souls. In fact, hope reaches beyond the curtain and into the most holy place where God is. Well, the holy place is in you, and God is in you. And so it reaches in. And yet Paul 
the apostle says, love is bigger and more important than both of these things here. Because he says, love never fails. Because God is love. Yes. Punctuation. And it brings it to this point here, 1 John 4, 8. God is love. And anyone that doesn't love others has never known him. That is a truth that everybody needs to soak themselves in. Because I'll guarantee you a lot of people here this morning, there's somebody you hate. But you're hating somebody that God loves. Yeah, yeah, but look, no, I don't want the story. And God knows that person anyway. And who knows, he may fall over, break a leg, and come in uh, a, a nurse who's a Christian and leads him to Christ, and then what are you going to do? <laughs> so it's, it's compounding. 1 John 4, 8, God is love, and anyone who doesn't love others is never known him. So we just sort of, okay, I know how church works. I know, you know, we sing God's songs. and uh, No, no, it's all sort of piecemeal, but if it's burning on the inside of you, when you were singing these songs this morning about the love of, of Jesus, man, you could feel an anointing. You could feel something. But if we haven't got that inside of us, what I'm saying here, when you sing that song, it's not coming out right. But if you're wanting to be like that, then the anointing reverses that. When you're starting to sing that and feel the impact of that song, it, it gets inside of you, and it's a part of the way God ministers to people. Yeah. And it's, it's an easy thing. So faith works by love. 1 John 4, 18, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear has torment. He has fear that he that feareth is not made perfect in love. If you love me, keep my commandments. But whoever keeps the word Truly in this one, the love of God is perfected. And by this, we know that we are in him. We are hearers of the word and doers of the word. And the love that's a force cannot be stopped. I have talked to so many people that have been divorced and they hate and I just am able to say to them you're going to be a person that is really torn apart on the inside and life is not going to really give its best to you but you need to really realize you're part of the problem part of the situation but God can heal where you're at. And so why not get healed? Why not 
receive God's love and start another walk. And there's some people here this morning that you just need to let go your anger, your frustrations, your hurt, the way you speak, the way you order. And people get hurt that way. But the church shouldn't be that sort of people. It should be God's people who just have an amazing capacity to help people, love people, yeah. understand people, and live at peace. Yeah. And I, I, I think that your church from this day is making a move to go into another situation and I can see, I, I, we've been staying at Tahuna all the week, and I have seen some things that are just unruly and filthy, and uh, it's just, people are just lost down in that area. And uh, it's no wonder God is wanting to shift you down into that area. And if he shifts you people that are like I'm sharing today and how God is wanting to really have you be that people, you're going to find that you'll find a revival starting to take place. People will be drawn. No man comes to God except God draws. And so every one of us need to be in that place where we carry the anointing which draws people. Yeah, I've proved this over the years, uh, 50 years of uh, ministry now. And I've uh, been around about every country in the world and up and down this nation and, and building churches and seeing people getting healed. You see, once, once you carry a healing, you can impart that. I can listen to somebody's conversation Said, I, you know, I, I, I really, the way my husband treats me, it's just, he could walk into that and say, I'll pray for you. And when you pray for somebody, you impart God's spirit. Not just, not your own knowledge or not your own spirit. You impart the word of God or the love of God. And healing takes place. And here's something I'm going to prophesy. That if you become a people that are a part of each other and you carry this through, because I think I've never preached this before. I, I got this hot off the, off the ring. <laughs> and uh, if, if you flow in this, you're going to people, have people come because they've heard of people getting healed and relationships renewed and refreshed and healing taking place and so many exciting things. That's the church which comes out of relationship. And so I've been to churches up and down the nations and, uh, and so many of them are ordered, structured, this and that and finished then. But, mm -hmm. you know, God says, just give me some time. I know you love me. 
and I know that you flow with me, but I want to use you to bring increase in the kingdom and in people's lives. And so I think you're going to carry a healing anointing from here to there. And it's going to be a love quotency. And it's, it's not going to be how we do church. We are the church. Well, if, if we are the church, then we're loving, caring people and understanding people, patient people, and, and not, you know, no, that'll never get you anywhere and it's never going to release anybody. Is everybody all right this morning? Yeah. <laughs> Julie will tell you, I've never preached like this. This is red hot for you and your church. And I, I, think, I think it's just going to flow. Not going to be because we haven't got great music and, you know, you know people on the stage doing their stuff and whatever you no, it's church is people. Yeah. <laughs> and this anointing is going to flow and it's going to bring you to a whole new level and you will know that when you're looking at people, you're looking through my eyes. And I'm going to release you to see things that you've never seen. And the Spirit of the Lord will favor you and favor will follow you, and it'll follow the people that follow you. And so the Spirit of the Lord is about to do an about turn and just really bring you into prominence. Wonderful Jesus. You can't have a Bible teacher, you know, just trying to run a system. You've got to have a Bible teacher that really loves feeding people with the Word of God. <laughs> Love this guy. <laughs> uh, so, love is a force, according to the Scriptures, that cannot be stopped. Father, I Thank you for this uh, beautiful church, sense of a lovely, soft atmosphere. And Father, we feel the peace of God that passes all understanding. And Father, those that are carrying burdens right now, Father, would you re release them? Father, touch them where they're hurting. Touch them where they need to be touched so that they are free for whom the Son of God sets free is free indeed. No one person is going to go out of this place this morning with a weight on their lives because God will bring the answer. Amen. Amen.